Start your day with the Wake Up Crew with John Dinkins, Brian Barrett, and Dalton Barrett. They're big. They're, They're big, Andy. Andy. Yeah. Oh, we said it at the same time. Oh my gosh, we're finishing our own sentences now. Start your day. <laughs> we have definitely been working too long together. News, traffic, weather, and fun. Well, that was good help for Dalton's age group and for right. your age group. Right. You know, she mentioned AARP and younger people. The Wake Up Crew. Hi, <laughs> you. Weekday mornings, six to seven fifty on News Radio WGNS. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now... Here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio, commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? Welcome to one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQualsCFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S. CFP.com. As this article that I'm going to discuss with you first today is going to tell you what I tell you every day. Don't work with salespeople. You know, just like the intro says, some advisors, if not most, don't really care too much about your best interest. They want you to think that they care about your best interest, but they don't. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, ah, oh, no, 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 my, not my guy, my guy. My girl, man, they, they, my firm, my bank, my institution, they're serving my best interest. Stop it. <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. Look, if you're so confident and they're uh, doing the right thing and making sure you have a very low-cost investment products, they're not selling you anything or recommending anything that's not particularly right for you, bring your statements in. Send them via email. Walk them over to my office. I'll give you a free review of all that stuff. And you might be surprised. and Or one of us is going to be surprised. Here's the way one of us is going to be surprised. If you're working with a bank financial advisor, you're working with a an advisor whose office is in a strip mall that goes door knocking. If you're working with an advisor um, who carries an insurance license and they're recommending insurance products and annuity products, Basically, if you're with any type of advisor who is not independent, they are not fee-only. I didn't say fee-based, fee-only, and they're not also a certified financial planner. I would be surprised that if they're doing everything that's in your best interest. I truly would. It doesn't mean that we're going to agree on every recommendation that they have made, but nine times out of ten, if I'm reviewing a statement from someone who's not an advisor with the things that I just described, 
there's, there's high cost financial products. There's annuities that should have never been recommended, like annuities being inside of IRAs that have four times the cost they should. They should. You're buying mutual funds where you pay a sales load. You're paying your advisor one, one and a half, two percent a year, just basically getting ripped off. So either you're going to be surprised to find that out, or I'm going to be surprised to go, hey, none of that's happening. But anyway. This is an article, where would this be from? This be from, I think, Market Watch. No, it's Forbes. It's Forbes. So some financial advisor credentials are not trustworthy. And I'm going to try my best not to paraphrase this article from Forbes, personal finance sec- section, because it says exactly the same thing that I say on Financial Coaching Radio every day. This is some financial advisor advisor credentials are not trustworthy. Which certifications should you look for in your financial advisor and which ones could actually be warning signs? If you're working with a certified financial planner, he tips you off and says, look, don't believe just because your advisor is a CFP that they are required to remove all conflicts of interest. They are not. Just having a CFP does not is not the only requirement to remove all conflicts of interest. But get this, starting October 1st, 2019, that could change. That is the date the CFP board has decreed that all of its CFPs, all of its certified financial planners, become fiduciary advisors. And if they don't become fiduciary advisors, they risk forfeiting their CFP designation. How can one be a CFP but not be a fiduciary? Well, if it, you could be a CFP and be an independent advisor, but just be a salesperson. That's legal, unethical, but legal. And the CFP board says, no, 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 can't be doing that crap anymore. Either be an all-the-time fiduciary, do what's right for your clients all the time, or we're going to take your CFP from you. You could also work with one of the big investment firms or big financial firms, the household names, the Edward Jones, the Merrill Lynch's, the Bank of America's, the um, UBS, uh, who else is out there? The kind of lost for who's out there. Morgan Stanley. Nothing wrong with those firms, but those firms are in business to to make money and how they make money is off of you (laughs) and they have advisors they have employed or contracted with that want to make money and they're making money through you off of you for the benefit of their themselves and their clients so those types of advisors could also be cfps but they're not required to do what's in your best interest you got to make sure they're fee only independent and a cfp uh, so hopefully on October 1st, the CFP board will start yanking away the the credentials from financial salespeople. Is there really a final a way to find an advisor who's really working for you? Yes, there actually is. You got to figure out, you know, one you got to sift through. Don't just go on credentials alone. There are dozens, if not hundreds, of financial advisor credentials and designations. Far too far too many for us to go through today and far too many for you to even learn about or care about because all of them, most of them, all of them, most of them don't mean anything. Uh, the fact is the great majority of financial advisors are really salespeople. And most of you all don't realize that advisors at brokerage firms and banks play by different rules. It may shock you to learn that the majority of investment advisors working at banks and brokers and investment firms don't legally have to act in your financial best interest. Only a handful of advisor credentials matter. The rest are practically meaningless. So it depends on 
I'm going to step away from the author a little bit here, just for the sake of time, but also because I don't agree with every point that he has made. But he starts off saying, if you want a holistic, comprehensive financial plan, you want every aspect of your financial life looked at, estate planning, retirement planning, investment planning, insurance planning, tax planning. <coughs> they are recommending, excuse me, they are recommending or this author is recommending, you only work with a certified financial planner, a CFP. I concur with that. And that's because that's how CFPs are trained. But not just any CFP. You need to work with a CFP who is not a financial salesperson. They are in business by for themselves, independent. They are a CFP, but their compensation model is fee only. And they cannot take any other form of compensation from any recommendation they make uh, except for the amount of their fee is. That's what fee only means. So what about some other credentials out there? There are some credentials that are ah, – here's what I, what I was going to say before I got off track. Regular listeners know that I, I get off track quite a bit, so bear with me. Um, you know, I, I think the CFP designation is it. I, you know, if you're looking for you know, stock and bond analysis, maybe you look at a CFA. Obviously, if you're looking for more tax issues on business tax and preparation, maybe a CPA is where you go. But if we're talking about financial planning and investment management, I just think in general, a CFP is going to be the best way to go. Uh, all the other designations out there, I think there's I don't think they're worth it. I don't think they mean anything. I think the CFP trumps them all. And you can find probably 9 out of 10 resources that would concur with that. But what about some red flags when it comes to financial advisor credentials? Some credentials are actually a warning sign because they signal a salesperson is posing as an advisor and using a fancy credential to boost credibility. Now, if you've ever seen my business card, and I haven't looked at it in a while, let me take a look here. It doesn't really list any credentials on my business card. It says Jason W. Qualls. It has certified financial planner at the top. But look, I have, I'm a CLU. I have an MBA with an uh, emphasis in accounting or tax. I have a bachelor's in finance. I have a, an international uh, accounting reporting certification. And I don't say any of that to impress you. It's just because I don't want that muddying up my business card. What's important for my day job is that I'm a certified financial planner. So you look at someone, some advisor, and they have like five or six groupings of letters after their name. They're trying to make you believe that they have more credibility than they actually do because only one credential matters. But there are some credentials that are just junk. Certified elder planning consultant, chartered senior advisor, chartered senior planner, accredited senior planner. And another one on the list uh, is just someone calling themselves a senior specialist, which is not a credential at all. It's just a self-imposed title. Too many advisors use the self-imposed title. So let's circle back to where we began. What does the CFP designation signify that other designations don't? It just signifies they have more testing and training in every area of personal finance. That's it. You know, there's you know there's some quality. You know, there is some 
obligation to doing what's in the right client as far as what you're adhering or swearing to when you become a CFP, but that's not the focal point of it. It just means that when you work with a CFP, they're supposed to be knowledgeable in everything. But look, think of it this way. Just because someone has a driver's license doesn't mean they're a good driver. There are good CFPs and there are bad CFPs. That's why you got to take it a step further. You got to take it to, okay, how are you compensated, Mr. CFP? Are you a financial salesperson in any capacity or are you purely fee only? And you have to get to the bottom of that answer. And you have to say, well, who is your master, Mr. CFP? Is your master your brokerage firm that you work for or have a contract with or your insurance company you have a contract with or uh, employment with or your bank? You know, who is who are you serving? Are you serving me as the client or serving your boss? And I think once you get there and you get to what I suggest every day, independent fee only CFP, your risk of getting duped, taken advantage of goes way, way down. Because if you work with a fiduciary, a fee only fiduciary, that's how you get steered in the right direction. I hope that makes some sense. And now you know there are a lot not just some, I would say a lot of financial advisor credentials that are just, the author of the article in Forbes uses trustworthy. I don't think it's trust. I, I would say that they're just BS. Hope that helps make you make better money moves. This is Jason Qualls, or I am Jason Qualls, and this is Financial Coaching Radio. If you want to jump in with a question, a comment, a disagreement, you can click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Again, Facebook, Twitter links are there as well. If you'd like to send a question on social media, I'll get back at you as soon as I possibly can. Stick around. There's more Financial Coaching Radio on the way right here on WGNS. Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor, but a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls, and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Donegal offers car and homeowner's insurance at rates that are very competitive. So competitive that Donegal's car insurance rates are among the lowest in the state. And if you insure your car and home with Donegal, Donegal will take up to an additional 10% off their already low rates. Donegal, a better value. Let us quote your auto and home and maximize your discounts. Call Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. Mr. Country 
is back with you, but also we're with you every weekday right here on WGNS, 4 o'clock. Also online anytime at financialcoachingradio.com. This is the world of podcasts these days. There's a lot of just people just do podcasts. You know, that's, that's really what they do. The, their show doesn't air anywhere else. They're just doing a podcast, and uh, I'm not a big listener of podcasts anymore. I used to. I used to listen to a lot of financial podcasts. It's kind of like anything else. You know, you do it all the time, and you kind of just get burned out. You know, do a financial radio show, um, and the last thing I want to hear uh, when I'm not doing a radio show is another financial show. But I was just listening back in the day of just what the information that was circulating because look, that's really the premise of this show, right? The financial coach radio is giving you a different uh, take or outlook on personal finance that others don't you, know, you got the the one show that everyone knows about been around for 30 years and they're very basic you know baby steps and one size fits all do it my way or you're an idiot type deal but if you just think about it logically come on everyone is different not everybody needs to be doing the exact same thing when it comes to investing and estate planning and, and tax planning then there are other shows that are put on by financial salespeople, and they make they want to look and sound very sophisticated, and they do sound very sophisticated and um, look very sophisticated and important and and wealthy, um, but this perception doesn't mean that's what they're actually uh, uh, they're pitching, because when that one their show is boring. Their shows are boring because they're very monotone and they just talk about the same things. But their agenda is from those financial salespeople is to get you to come in and they want to sell you whatever their service is. And obviously everyone's looking for new clients for the most part. But when they're doing it in a capacity where they're probably going to put a portion of your money into a high-cost controversial financial product, which I don't know if there's a radio show that exists right now uh, that I've heard recently where that wasn't part of their agenda so on this show we're just different i'm not trying to sell you anything um, i don't have an insurance license you know i don't sell financial products on commission i recommend certain financial products but i can't get any compensation from that um you know I don't, there's no book that i'm writing or no book that i have written or my daughter has written or my son has written and i'm going to try to get you to buy there's not some event coming up next week where um, now I want you to buy tickets. You know they're going fast. If you don't get the tickets right away, buy the VIP tickets. I'm not doing any of that. We're just going to talk about subjects that I deal with on a daily or weekly basis. Where you know I help people get a better understanding of their financial life, help them retire, uh, help them save more money, help them invest better. That's what I do as Jason Qualls, the CFP, and here on Financial Coaching Radio. Uh, I was unaware of this. I did a show not long ago. We're talking about a bill that's in Congress, and it was the Secure Act bill, setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Only the government can come up with a freaking ridiculously long, stupid title like that one. But in that proposal, they were going to push back the age of required distributions on IRAs from age 70 to basically age 72. And that was what we discussed on the show. I was unaware of some of the hidden portions of the bill. Uh, there's a group in Congress that are determined to end the stretch IRA. A stretch IRA is not a different type of IRA, but it is a strategy that you use in a traditional IRA when you pass along your account to the next generation where they defer 
withdrawing money basically as long as they can, letting the tax-deferred compounding growth grow for years, if not decades. This is just the rules is that you know if you have you know, just like you have a required distribution when you turn age 70 and a half in your IRA, if you pass along an IRA to your spouse or to your children or whoever, now they you want them they would prefer unless they need the money to take out the least possible and if they take out the least the count continues to grow that is the stretch uh, a stretching of an IRA in the past few years Congress in Washington has targeted stretch IRAs Obama called for an end to this estate planning tool uh, but it was actually removed from a bill. Now the House of Representatives and the Senate have versions of retirement bills that would alter, greatly alter, the use of the stretch IRA provisions. Uh, and if I'm still confused, let me try one more time. So, for example, let's say you have a million dollar, man, eh, maybe too much for someone to kind of fathom. Let's say you have a half a million dollar IRA and you name your child as a beneficiary in a simple sense your child is going to get, inherit that money directly and they're going to have what's called an inherited IRA it's no longer just going to be your IRA they inherited it's going to be titled as a beneficiary or an inherited IRA and they're still going to have to take out a little bit each year to satisfy the IRS rules of the required distribution but if they don't take out too much the growth will be a lot more than that withdrawal and it will keep growing and growing and growing so basically they're taking the least amount possible and then that count their net worth their wealth just keeps on growing so people who are against this are saying, hey, wait a minute. We gave the tax benefits to the original account holder. We don't need to be giving these tax benefits to the next generation. Um, I, I'm not a socialist, but I'm of the belief that, look, I don't know if we need to keep passing along tax-deferred growth inside an IRA generation after generation after generation. I, I, I believe that you should get it while you're working and saving and retire and living off of the money, but... And I don't know, but, but Congress is uh, obviously believes the way that I believe they're trying to remove some of this. The Senate and House bills have different limits on how to address the stretch IRA. The House would require beneficiaries to fully distribute inherited IRAs within 10 years. I like that. Simple, just 10 years. There would be exceptions for surviving spouses and minor children. This is in the House bill. The Senate bill, the Senate version, would allow full stretch IRA provisions only on the first $450,000 per IRA owner. The rest of the inherited IRA would have to be distributed to the beneficiary and taxed within five years. So there's two different schools of thought. One is saying, hey, we'll give it to you for the first 10 years and then all of it has to come out. And the other vision, version is, so we'll give you a full stretch on 450 grand, but anything above that, you're gonna take it out. I like them both. I'm not sure which one I like better. I like them both. Uh, but it seems this is going to happen. That's what the, the general consensus is, is that it's going to happen. And uh, one of these bills, here's the odd part. I'm not in Congress and I'm not some political expert. But how does this, what, how does the same issue get involved in two different uh, areas of the Congress, House of Representatives and the Senate? And they're basically trying to figure out the same thing. And, you know, why are they not just kind of communicating before? Hey, we like this deal. You like that deal. Let's both make our bills pretty much the same. But 
Anyway, but the consensus is, among political experts, this is going to pass. They're going to get away from the stretch IRA. Many members of Congress have been following the growing retirement plan balances of the baby boomers for decades. Federal budget planning anticipates this money being distributed from plans in the coming years and boosting federal tax revenue. The attack on the stretch IRA provisions is to ensure the federal government receives taxes on IRA balances sooner rather than later. So there you have it. A war, supposedly, on stretch IRA provisions. So, uh, is there any planning to-dos here? I think maybe, you know. I think what's going to happen um, if they do pass this law, you'll see a lot more Roth IRA conversions uh, where it makes sense. Uh, there's some other things that you need to do, but if you have, you have a large IRA and you're really planning on the stretch provisions, sit down with an independent fee-only CFP. See if there's a workaround strategy in case this law passes, because that's what real financial planning is all about. Take your next break. Jump in with a question. Financialcoachingradio.com. Back at you. radio listeners if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated you could be in big trouble my name is jason qualls a commission-free certified financial planner to learn more about why my process is so unique go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today recent reports show that half of americans don't have any of the most basic estate planning documents like a will or powers of attorney Folks, if you're married or have children, you can't put this off any longer. Call John Baker, estate planning attorney, right now at 896-5621. As a husband, wife, mother, or father, you owe it to your loved ones to make sure your estate plan is in order. So call John Baker at 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher with Reliant Realty. Are you thinking about selling your home? Do you know what your home is worth? Call me at Reliant Realty to find out. 615-445-5073. That's 615-445-5073. Or go online right now and find out at www.homevalue615.com. Again, that's www.homevalue615.com. Call me at Reliant Realty. 615-445-5073. The one show giving you the truth about personal finance. No books to sell. Certainly not pushing any financial products or live event tickets. I'll leave that to the other guys. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. For all about me, Jason Qualls, CFP.com. Didn't really get any easier than that. Jason Qualls, CFP.com. Questions, comments, financialcoachingradio.com. The U.S. Small Business Administration reports that the number of small businesses with no employees increased by about 10 million over about a five or six year period uh, actually a seven year period that's, that's a lot right seems like a lot a large number 10 million more small businesses with no employees the reason I'm bringing up the no employee part of a small business as you may be wondering you know, what about a business retirement plan you know should I do a 401k through my business should I do a SEP IRA and there are similarities and there are differences between the two so let me just take you know there, 
we could approach this a bajillion different ways, but I'd rather approach this from how I would approach it with the client. You come in and you're a small business owner and you say, hey, I'm interested in saving for retirement and we're going to assume we've addressed all of your other financial planning needs as well and we're going to move forward into retirement saving. Well, here's what we will be discussing. Well, how much are you going to be putting away for retirement? And if you said, hey, I'd love to put away 50, 60 grand a year for retirement. Well, if that's the case, that may lead me more so towards the solo 401k or maybe more so towards the SEP IRA. But if you were to say, hey, look, I'm only going to be doing 10,000 a year and uh, and I want easy, simple, uh, that may lead me one way or the other. So that's the conversation that you have to have. You got to look at, you know, are you also, you got to look at when are you trying to make the contribution? If you're trying to make the retirement plan contribution count for last year, you're going to have to be forced into a SEP IRA. Again, these are plans better and really only used if you do not have any employees, a SEP IRA or a solo 401k. Uh, so you got to also think about your contribution limits. You're looking for the easiest option. Um, what about um, having a Roth IRA option? If you say uh, there was someone in my office not long ago and he was wanting to save, I think, 15000 or so a year. You know, we were thinking about doing this backdoor Roth IRA strategy. He was self-employed, and I'm like, look, let's not make it complicated. Go to Vanguard, set up a solo 401k plan, choose the Roth option, and now he's able to put in 19000 or so per year into his Roth solo 401k. So if you want a Roth option, the SEP IRA is not going to be best for you. If you're looking for tax deductible, uh, it depends. So SEP versus solo 401k, you know, the regular contributions, non-Roth, are going to be deductible, a tax write-off in other words. Also, what if you're over the age of 50? The SEP IRA doesn't allow for catch-up contributions. Where am I going with all of this when we're talking about a SEP IRA versus a solo 401k? Uh, it's just thinking about what are you wanting to do? What can you do? And then from that, figuring out the best option for you. Uh, my advice, if you're a business owner, you need a great CFP on your side because they can help you save more money in taxes than you probably realize. And there is a tax trick with a SEP IRA. I actually have some clients that have a solo 401k and a SEP IRA. That's because of the type of business entity that they are carrying. That's all in a good day's work of a great financial planner. All right, if you have questions, comments, you want to talk further about business retirement plans, email me. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Back with you. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher. 
Whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. Buyer opportunities are better than ever. So call me at Reliant Realty to find out more. 615-445-5073. Real estate is a key to building long-term wealth. So ask for me, Gabriel Fancher, when you call 615-445-5073 or online at mt615.com. Again, that's mt615.com. 615-445-5073 for all your real estate needs. Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qual, Certified Financial Planner. I was just thinking, you know, what what is the big takeaway that uh, most people are shocked with uh, when they learn about the financial planning industry? And I think it's this, is that financial planning and investing is not complicated. You know, it's not a one-size-fits-all, but it's not complicated. You know, there are simple things that most people need to be doing in their investment strategy. The issue is that most people aren't doing those things because financial salespeople encourage against those things because those things that are simple are usually less expensive and in your best interest and a salesperson wants to separate you from your money so they can get some big fat commission i don't believe it i see it each and every week certainly each and every month if you're looking to find out more about what i do my unique financial planning practice go to jasonqualscfp.com i am one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. If you're looking to listen to the show anytime, anywhere, I don't know if I've reminded you enough today. No, you can't catch the show every day at four. Who, unless you're just in the car, you have the same schedule every day. Uh, but you just can't catch it most days. So you can catch it anytime, anytime, anywhere online, financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives. Get a long list of all the past shows, and you can hear the truth about personal finance anytime. I'm out of here. Appreciate you listening today. Stay tuned right here on WGNS. There is more local talk.